Let's talk about politics. You ask somebody whether they lean left or lean right, and it's pretty much the least resolution that you could possibly look at a person's beliefs. If you go to a restaurant and you order lunch, you're going to have 20, 40 options. But if you tell someone your political beliefs, you're asked whether you lean left or right. That's one bit of resolution. That's a single on-off switch. That's almost the least resolution you could possibly have. And if you think about the number of controversial topics that people care to discuss, they might be uh, defense spending, foreign relations, abortion, term limits, uh, gerrymandering. There's some inflammatory argumentative issues out there, but you probably wouldn't find 100 popular ones. You may not find 40 popular ones. And if you can't find 40 popular things to argue about or be well-educated enough to be qualified to argue intelligently about, then you may be better off uh, listing them instead of saying you lean left or lean right. If we can do it for a lunch menu, we can do it in conversation, right? A common thing that you'll see is that people won't describe themselves as leaning left or leaning right. They might say something like socially conservative, uh, fiscally liberal, or socially liberal, fiscally conservative, which is just an extra bit of resolution, an extra on or off switch, taking the states that you could have from two possible states over to about four possible states. Not a whole lot of detail. If the JPEGs that you looked at on the internet were encoded in four bits of Keller, they would be pretty damn ugly. It helps to have a lot of more gradations, and then you have all these beautiful Kellers without banding and such, right? We should have the same intelligent analysis of our own beliefs in regards to politics. So just because you think that the minimum wage is a good idea, you may not think welfare is a good idea. Just because you think the minimum wage is a good idea, uh, it doesn't mean that you're pro-life or pro-choice, right? These things can be measured and thought about on their own, and it's rather insulting to assume that things are the same when they're different. If I were to tell you all black people are the same, you'd say that's stupid. If I were to tell you all Italians are the same, you'd say that's stupid. But then I say that same thing in code when I say, are you on the left or the right? It's the same thing as saying everyone on the left is the same and everyone on the right is the same. It's, uh, it basically promotes argument and promotes difference because you're amplifying the amount of difference. And the, the more and more resolution that you have to reason about and look at a person's real beliefs, the more similarities you'll find. And when you have to be left or right, it's very hard to be similar to anyone else. And in systems that require a two-thirds or a 50% majority to get a law passed or certain legislative things done, you really only get things done through consensus of larger groups of people. And so the more argumentative the media makes things, if it bleeds, it leads. Let's get the most extreme positions we can get out here. Screw the voice of reason. We just won't have reason. We'll have crazy left, crazy right, and in the center, we'll just leave a hole. Sorry, center. You don't. There's no third seat at the table. It doesn't sell tickets, right? So when you've got the polarizing effects of the media, 
and you've got the polarizing effects of the one bit of resolution of left versus right, you're having unnecessary arguments and therefore less progress than you could have because you don't even know what you agree upon because you never get to it because it's not that exciting to argue about, I guess, right? I mean, there's a reason I'm talking about politics. People love to argue about it. So where there's argument, there's a, a potential, right? Like it's like a conflict. When you can resolve a conflict, it's a free profit, so to speak. It's like getting rid of friction, right? So if you're trying to like make your car faster, if one of your brakes is locked up, well, getting rid of that friction would be super free extra speed, right? And handling. So let's stop calling what we are, one bit left or right, two bits, fiscal this, social that, and come up with a list of the top 10 hot button issues. And then you just say those, right? So I'm pro-life, fiscal conservative, social liberal, right? I'm actually not uh, pro-life of things that aren't yet alive, having done a fair amount of masturbating in my time, I would like to think that I didn't kill millions and millions of people every time I let some of my seed not find a fertile egg, right? So if you believe that there's a point where life starts and it's not when you ejaculate, you know, I could see uh, a pretty good argument for being pro-choice, right? And there's another odd structuring. Who isn't pro-life? Everyone's pro-life, right? I guess, except for executioners and people on juries that execute people. I'm not really sure. It's, it's rather unfair to frame an argument where both parties are pro-life, but only one gets to carry the banner, right? And both parties are pro lots of choices all over the place, but only one gets to carry the banner. I think that the, the more misleading the titles are that you give the participants and the more forced and contrived the banners they have to carry advertising their position are, the less and less progress that you get because it's already hard enough to reason about these things, these complicated issues, without the cloak of poorly chosen descriptions and inflammatory, polarizing media, right? So, in summary, if you're going to talk about politics, which no one probably is going to. People like to argue about these things, especially as they age. I think it's funny as people, uh, as they get older, their sphere of influence gets wider and wider. And they start to, uh, you know, they may start out trying to get out of their parents' house and then trying to get into their own house. And then once they get on the, the condo committee, now they want to control your house, right? And uh, <laughs> they want to control what you can do with your window dressing and uh, what color you can paint things. And it seems like old people really want to get in your business, right? They're really concerned with what you're doing, in the, especially in the privacy of your home. It's uh, You wish they had something better to do with their free time, right? Hey, old people, make YouTube videos. Leave your neighbors alone. Stop looking in their windows with binoculars and trying to insult their lifestyle choices, right? <laughs>